0: Five, four, three, two, one. Wendy Bell. Inspiring solutions to save America. One show at a time. Are you ready to get on board?
1: When are you guys gonna learn? The more you indict, the more we unite. Facts. It's Trump 2024. We don't care. You heard me? We already made our mind up. You already know when the hood got your back. Man, they deep in the hood. Gangsters. Talking about Trump 2024. You heard me? Woo, woo. Gangsters. The hood got this man back. I'm just trying to tell you. You heard me? And we ain't, we ain't stupid, man, American people, man. We ain't, we ain't all them talking about lockdowns and back when the mask now, all that. You know, they got a new virus coming and it's gonna be, man, nobody don't care. Ain't fooling nobody no more with none of that. You know, new jack, man, nobody, nobody being fooled no more. We all the way up. You heard me? It's Trump 2024. That's what it's gonna be cause we ain't having nothing else.
0: From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program.
2: Welcome, welcome back. Hour number three of the Wendy Bell Radio Program on the clock. Hey, if you guys are paying attention on the Wendy Bell Radio podcast, thank you. You know, I never thought in a million years I'd say to you, we have one and a half million people who've taken the time to download our podcast onto their phone or their computer or their tablet. That's crazy. And yet you've done that. And I want to thank you. Wendy Bell Radio, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Check it out. You know, this is is a dark time in this country, but it's also exhilarating. Because once you're awake, you can't go back to sleep. There's no rolling over and hitting snooze. Your mind is active. You begin to see things. And you have to resist the temptation to feel stupid for not seeing it before. I would be totally naive and I would be wrong if I would submit that 2020 was the first election ever that had been manipulated. I think elections have been manipulated from the beginning of time. And I just, I don't understand that. I I don't understand how you can win, how you can... at what point is your own ego, does that supersede your morality? Your sense of right and wrong? Your, your ability to look in the mirror and, and like who you see? All the bumps and the wrinkles and the, and the scars? When you like who you are because you know that you are a good, decent person, There's no price tag you can put on that. And how many people have sold out for whatever their perceived reasons are? They want to make more money. They want more notoriety. They want to be important. I think we have a lot of people right now in our government who were dorks growing up, who got picked on in school. And this is like revenge of the nerds to them. This is like their time to be like, <laughs> and it's like maniacal. You want to look at people and say, what happened to you? What happened to you? But you know that you won't get an honest answer back. Look, this stuff that's going on in the border, it, it's, it's scary. And I've told you on numerous occasions that I do tend to quickly scroll by when I see stuff from the border, because it's, I feel like I can't do anything. We can. But you know who really can? How about our freaking House of Representatives? How about that? How about maybe a couple people do one of something and rise up and grow a set and take charge and make this their shtick? It should be everybody's. Did you know that that 60 Republicans went to see the border. It's like we're taking a field trip like you did in elementary school. Okay, everybody, get on the bus. We're going to the science center. Did everybody bring a snack? This is, this is where we are. We need to take a field trip. We need to load up. I'm sure they flew to the border. Democrats not interested in doing this. La, 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 la. I do not see. I do not hear. It is not happening. 60 House Republicans go to the border, right? For a photo op in a press conference. Does does that move your needle anywhere? It makes me angry. Because I'm getting real close to giving up on these yokels. Five strong conservative congressmen, though, have stepped forward, and they have proposed an actual solution to stop the flow of illegal immigrants. Human trafficking victims, foreign adversaries, which is code for oh, I don't know, people who hate us, and potential terrorists into the United States. Isn't that like three words? I remember there were there were three words that Donald Trump said a lot. What were those words? Oh, that's right, build the wall. Like, why is this a mystery? Everybody out there is like, I don't know, he can do. It's like. Woo! It's so bad out there. If only there was a solution. Really. More than 11 million illegals, mainly middle or mainly military, I should say, military age males, and including many known or suspected terrorists, have just invaded the U.S. on Joe Biden's open border invitation. More than 300,000 crossed over the U.S. border in December alone. This is according to Customs and Border Protection. So 17 million illegals, or 17, I should say, excuse me, 17 illegals encountered in November alone who were on the FBI's terror watch list. My, how we have forgotten what it feels like to be under attack. My, how we forget what it was like to see two high-rises be reduced to rubble. My, how we have forgotten the sounds of the people aboard Flight 93 calling the people they love just to say goodbye. Have we forgotten about that? Because people who hate us are here. They are organized. And anybody who lives in Realville realizes it's only a matter of time. So, these five who are these five Republican congressmen who say that they are going to shut down the government if we don't shut down the border? It's impressive. Let's see what happens. Andy Biggs from Arizona, Eli Crane. Arizona. He's badass. Matt Gates, Florida. Matt Rosendale, also a stud, Montana, and Bob Good out of Virginia. They're on board with a government shutdown to stop the invasion of our southern border. Why isn't everyone? Who's getting paid? Andy Biggs tweeted out yesterday, this is what an invasion looks like. Shut down the border or we'll shut down the government. The clock is ticking. Eli Crane, moments after that, shut down the border or shut down the government. Democrats are shamelessly lying to the American people by claiming the border is secure, all while streamlining a criminal invasion. Shut it down. Matt Gates: shut down the border or shut down the government. Matt Rosendale. There are illegals coming into this country who are looking to do us harm and to undermine our national security. We must shut Washington down until our border is secure. So they, they held this press conference on Thursday. And, and a lot of these folks in Congress and Republicans in Congress refused to answer very pointed questions when asked, who supports leveraging a government Shut down to force Biden to enforce the law at the southern border. But Republican Pat Fallon, he's a Republican from Texas, lost it and interrupted a reporter saying we're not going to do a show of hands. We're not in a classroom. We're not going to do a show of hands. You know what, sir? Yes, we are. Because the American people are asking you where you stand. You're either for an invasion or you're against it. And by golly, sir, if you're freaking for it. You just told us you are. We will primary. We will rally. That is the story of 2024. It is the story of freaking pushback. If it takes a phone call, if it takes an online comment, if it takes a $5 donation, if it takes volunteering in a polling place, it involves running for office, if it involves holding anybody accountable, that is the story of saving America. Now, I'm, I'm deeply gratified that we have at least five people where's marjorie taylor green where's chip roy where are some of the voices that we've come to expect to hear on this why isn't this the number one thing we're talking about in this country because until you have that shut down everything else is up in the air everything else is up for grabs and coming up so you guys are familiar with kat kamek she's the congresswoman from florida Big during the the shutdowns and COVID and all that nonsense. She drops a tidbit of information about impeaching Alejandro Mayorkas. Asked, will you, as the House, impeach this guy? What does that do? I'm not really sure, friends. Got to be honest with you. More bureaucracy, more stonewalling, beating out the clock. But what she says she heard as a threat from the Department of Homeland Security Secretary is chilling. And you need to hear it next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. I don't know if you guys agree with me, but if there was someone I could put in a dunk tank and and, and hurt. (laughs) Does that sound violent? Did I say that out loud? Uh, It would be Alejandro Mayorkas. He's a little slimy weasel who lies for a living and i find him reprehensible and vile and i find his lies so offensive that that i really do i have ire for this man so congresswoman kat kamek said yesterday when asked hey are you guys gonna impeach this dude like he is so bad every time he talks so what was it he talked about uh The problem at the border was because of climate change, right? First of all, the original uh, original iteration of all the chaos was they inherited a broken system, right? Donald Trump gave us a broken system. Well, not really. No, he didn't. We know that because we've checked all the data and the data show that border crossings were a pittance compared to where they are now. Right. Then it was, well, House Republicans aren't working with us. They're not cooperating with us. So what, what are we supposed to do? And then it became, well, they're fleeing climate change. Ah, great. All of a sudden now everything's cooking and everybody's got to leave and come to America. Now, Alejandro Mayorkas is new story because God forbid we should ever take responsibility for the policies which are devastating to all of us, right, is that Mexico isn't doing its part. Mexico is the problem. Well, you're going to hear Alejandro Mayorkas in just a minute. Cad Kamek, are you going to, as a House, impeach Alejandro Mayorkas? Yes, but she says something that is chilling, that that little vermin has decided to issue a little threat, if you will. Listen to Congresswoman Kamek, go.
3: When behind closed doors, we told him, you're you're getting ready to be impeached. He said, you're not going to like who comes next. I asked him if that was a threat. Whoa. And he just smiled. This man is dangerous. He knows exactly what he's doing. And he is two-faced. We need to get rid of him well, now. What did he mean, who comes next? Well, that was the big question. I asked him, I said, is that a threat? And he just smiled. And I thought... This man knows exactly what he's doing. This is 100% by design. They want an open border crisis, whether it is for Mm. a election, whether it's for future votes as they work to get rid of citizenship as a requirement for voting. We're not sure, but he was very, very clear in what he said. And there were other members in the room. So I will never forget that. And as we go to impeach him for his negligence, for him destroying our national security and eroding our national sovereignty, that will be top of mind. You guys
2: couldn't get the votes before, Kat. Just got to say, you know, we've had her on the program. What's going on with, with the GOP? What's going on with the leadership? See, bribery and blackmail is a real issue. You won't like who comes next if you impeach me, Alejandro Mayorkas said. Who could it possibly be? Who is more despicable than he? I have no idea. I don't even know if I, can, if I can guess who's as gross as he. What would you say, Brock? Fauci. Well, that's true. Okay. Well, he wouldn't be on the border, though, ostensibly, because, you know, when you cross our border, you don't need to be vaccinated. <laughs> I mean, who cares what you're bringing with you? Oh, that's right. Just come on in. We'll pay for everything. So... Here's a little Alejandro Mayorkas himself. This is dirt bag central. This is lying yet again, standing at a podium, looking in the eyes of the American people and lying. And this is Alejandro Mayorkas moving from blaming climate change to this massive humanity, to a lack of Mexican enforcement for December surge of 300. 100,000 human beings who entered this country illegally by the Biden administration's own open door. Listen.
0: With respect to your question about the December surge, that was certainly an extraordinarily high number of encounters. It coincides with a time when uh, Mexican enforcement was no longer implemented. The Immigration Enforcement Agency in Mexico was not funded. It is what prompted President Biden to reconnect with President López Obrador as he has done consistently throughout his administration. The two have a very close working relationship. Mm -hmm. It is why I, Secretary Blinken, White House Homeland Security Advisor Sherwood Randall, traveled to Mexico two weeks ago to ensure their recommitment of immigration enforcement authorities and resources and for us to also recommit our partnership. Oh
2: boy. Do you guys believe that Joe Biden who now needs Jill to take his hand and guide him off of a stage and lead him where his handlers need him to go, where X marks the spot. He needs his wife to guide him. Do you guys believe that that man Is having regular conversations with the president of Mexico. Do you think that man is doing anything other than going on vacation after vacation? Of course not. Of course not. Nice try, Alex. You rat fink liar. Just gross. I need to invest in soap. All right, coming, coming up on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. This is the left's aha obsession with demanding we all go on the record and say Joe Biden won the 2020 election. What's this childish play all about? And how did CBS News get socked in the face with it? Oh, don't go anywhere. It's next. There is a very obvious, clear obsession among the media, among the left, all that it encompasses, progressive, you know, Marxist, socialist, communist of suck, all of that family of crazy that that isn't doing anything that's good for us, that doesn't care about America, that lies for a living. It's so unfortunate. They are obsessed with protecting the 2020 win for Joe Biden. So much, in fact, they've gone after people, Donald Trump, the guy in the lawsuit who said that Fannie Willis and her sugar daddy have been doing some stuff with whatever. They'll ensnarl anybody in this, into this web of yuck to defend and protect the results of the 2020 election. Now, you and I would say, uh, we got worries today. I don't have time to go back three years and and litigate what happened then. I mean, we know what happened then. And, And as much as you try, the harder you try to browbeat me into believing that our election system is just fantastic, that there's nothing to worry about. All is fine. All is well. Remain calm, right? The more you work that angle, the more suspicious we are. Well, Margaret Brennan from CBS (laughs) stepped in a giant steaming excrement sandwich (laughs) when she decided to sit down with Speaker Mike Johnson. All right. So House Speaker Mike Johnson, he's among this contingent of Republican Congress people who decided to go to the border last week, see for themselves how ridiculous it is. It's a photo op. Yes. Which is annoying to everybody. But it seems to be more than any Democrats willing to do. So on Sunday's installment of Face the Nation, Margaret Brennan is sitting down with House Speaker Mike Johnson near the U.S.-Mexico border. But she has some questions beyond the border crisis created by Joe Biden. So and here's another problem. When you don't do your homework as a journalist and you think that you are righteous, and you've got an aha bone to pick and, and you want to skewer somebody, but you're woefully ill-prepared. It comes back and it bites you. And it did. So Johnson's trip to the border with fellow Republicans took a backseat, apparently, to Margaret Brennan's questions about Johnson allegedly being an election denier. Questioning your government. Being worried about all of it is not a bad thing. It is your right. They want to criminalize that. Look at what they've done, everybody, with January 6th. You know this for a fact. So she's gonna browbeat him into saying he's an election denier, according to the quote, editorial standards of CBS News, which we'll talk about in just a minute. I want you. I want you to hear what she says, how stupid she sounds and how in a very calm. And reasonable way, Mike Johnson pushes back and makes her look like a total klutz go.
3: Back in uh, 2021, you were the lawmaker who circulated the the legal brief known as the Texas amicus brief um, challenging the 2020 election outcome in a number of states which by CBS editorial standards, makes you an election denier. that's nonsense. Well, that's, can I get you on the record on that?
4: I've always been consistent on the record. Did you read the brief? Did you get a chance to read what we filed with the Supreme Court?
3: Well, I I have read extensively some criticisms of that. You
4: read commentary about the brief, but not what we submitted to the court. But you
3: recognize that President Biden won the 2020 election. Can you just put president that aside? President Biden as an issue? was
4: certified as the winner of the election. He took the oath of office. He's been the president for three years. What I, the argument that we presented to the court, which is our only avenue to do so, was that the constitution was clearly violated in the 2020 election. It's article 2, section 1, and anyone can Google it and read it for themselves. The the system by mm. which you choose electors to elect the President of the United States uh, must be done by the individual states, and it, the system must be ratified by the state legislatures. That is language, plain so language, out of the Constitution.
3: have issues? That. with the validity oh of the 2020 Grow election
4: up. the constitution was violated in the run up to the 2020 election not not always in bad faith but in in the aftermath of covid many states changed their election laws in ways that violated that plain language that's just a fact
2: yeah we told you yesterday that the washington post is losing 100 million dollars a year because people know it sucks do you remember how we told you yesterday that the only reason any network news would be in a, in a top rating position or any network station is because they covered the NFL? Football is the only reason why people watch. It's not to get their news because they suck too. Margaret Brennan, you are a shameful embarrassment to the once noble journalistic profession that I included myself in many, many years ago. And I'm ashamed. I'm embarrassed for you. Did you hear what Speaker Johnson said? He's a constitutional lawyer. Donald Trump had him on his team. It is within the purview. (laughs) As As written in the Constitution to question what's going on. Margaret and all you can focus on. Well, according to the CBS News parameters, that makes you an election denier. You suck. Do you want to know what makes you an election denier, according to CBS News? Let's look at the CBS News criteria. I've got it right here. Election deniers fit one or more of the following. This is a news outlet this is a national news outlet and they're spending time with a graphic and some news hack who's gonna go over just so you all know because we're gonna be beating a dead horse for many years to come because everybody knows 2020 sucked and we have to make everybody you know be browbeaten in a submission to sign a pledge this is yes 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 i agree joe biden is the president. Election deniers fit one or more of the following. One, question legitimacy of Biden's election. Are you, are you out of your mind? You're not allowed to question somebody's election results? Oh, thank God, CBS is judge, jury and executioner. Number two, said the 2020 election was stolen. Well, I'm, I'm two for two. Three, repeated disproven claims of fraud. Nothing's been disproven. Just because judges refuse to hear it because they suck, too, doesn't mean that there's not evidence. So I'm three for three. Four, signed on to the Texas lawsuit to overturn the 2020 election objected to the 2020 electoral college count on january 6th you guys objected to that did you go to the capitol on january 6th because you were worried because you thought what happened on november 3rd was wrong and you wanted your leaders to hear your voice because they serve you well according to cbs sorry you're an election denier. mayor that's disgusting Hey, Margaret Brennan, hey, CBS, you guys are filthy. You are filthy. You are not worth watching. And I hope every single one of your ratings plummets. So you're stuck there looking at each other. But what happened? Uh, I don't know. And Mike Johnson, beautifully, you know what? That's just nonsense. Is this why, according to Semaphore.com, the Biden campaign has brought top journalists to Wilmington? Ooh, let's go to Delaware, you know? Let's all get together so we can have a little convo about what's going on. How disgusting is this? Collusion? Much? President Joe Biden's reelection campaign has begun organizing a series of the uh, off the record trips for top political reporters and editors to the team's headquarters in Wilmington, Delaware. And meet top officials, including the campaign manager, deputies and other senior advisors for background briefings on campaign strategy. They're not even trying to tell you that they're not all in bed together. They're all in bed together. They're also using it as an opportunity to tell them what they're getting wrong. Oh my, creating the narrative. Two people with knowledge of the situation told Semaphore that during meetings with reporters from outlets like the New York Times, the Washington Post, and others, campaign officials have invoked a coverage spreadsheet, laying out areas where the team believes they're reporting. Has fallen short. If anybody from any government agency, when I was a television news anchor and reporter, was to pull me aside and try to educate me on how I should do my job, I would investigate. I would investigate the ever loving snot out of them. In particular, campaign officials have chafed, that sounds uncomfortable, at some of the coverage of former President Donald Trump, feeling that outlets are too focused on his legal troubles and haven't paid enough attention to some of his incendiary recent statements on the campaign trail. We have a bunch of prepubescent girls braiding each other's hair at a slumber party playing telephone. That's who we have in the Democrat Party. Margaret Brennan as one of their torchbearers. Well, according to the CBS code of, of, you know, suck. You're an election denier. Can you just admit and go on the record that Joe Biden won in 2020? What are you guys so desperate for? It almost sounds like you feel like... You're getting caught. It almost sounds like you feel like the the walls are closing in. It's almost like all the polls that we read are revealing a great awakening that more and more Americans aren't hitting snooze and rolling over anymore. They're getting up. And they're getting educated and they're getting active and they're doing it by selectively turning off people like Margaret Brennan and not subscribing anymore to these papers of suck. That's the story, my friends. Hey, do not go anywhere because coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio program, it is the elephant in the room. I've got something that tells us fewer and fewer Americans think Joe Biden was duly elected. Wait, wait, what? It feels so connected, doesn't it? We'll go there next. So I wonder if Margaret Brennan and all of these lackeys on the left, if they're so desperate To get people on the record to say, I, Mike Johnson, do hereby declare Joe Biden the winner of the 2020 election. See, when you win stuff fair and square, when you don't cheat, when you're not a dirtbag, you don't need to dwell on stupid stuff. Because you're focused on what you said you were going to do. And you go out and you do it. You don't ask for people to pat you on the back. You're busy, right? When you're covering up, criminality when you don't want people to know how disgusting you are you get all these other sideways angles which are so obvious and how do we know that they're obvious well liberty daily headline nearly 40 percent of americans say bribery biden is an illegitimate president wait what the 2023 poll conducted by the washington post that's got to suck. And the University of Wisconsin, not really a bastion of conservatism, found that more respondents believe Biden is an illegitimate president compared to its 2022 edition. Concerns about Biden's legitimate. Why are you even a- asking? Because, you know, you've got to have a gauge of what kind of groundwork you need to do. Oh, No. We just put out a poll and a lot of people think that you weren't elected. Well, we better we better go out there and fix that. That's why we're going to bring everybody into our election headquarters. Come to Wilmington, Delaware. Right. Everybody's coming. And we're going to tell you New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Washington Post, CBS News and Margaret Brennan of suck. We're going to tell you how we want you to cover this story. That's exactly what this is. A 2023 poll conducted by the Washington Post and the University of Wisconsin found that more respondents believe Biden is an illegitimate president compared to its 2022 edition. Concerns about Biden's legitimacy have increased across the board with Republicans, Democrats and independents now expressing skepticism. See, the harder you push, the more awake we are among Republicans belief in the legitimacy of the 2020 election and biden's victory fell from 40 percent to just over 30 percent and many and among democrats almost 10 percent now say biden is an illegitimate president compared to roughly five percent in 2022 The same sentiments were also reflected among independent-leaning respondents, with only 66% believing Biden's presidency is legitimate in 2023 compared to 72% in 2022. Quote, perhaps most concerning for Biden is the erosion of support among young Americans. What? The polling data reveals American youth are less likely to believe Biden is a legitimate president than older Americans. Wait a minute. We discount these Zoomers, don't we? These, these kids born, what, 2010 to, or 28, to whatever it is. They're young. They can vote, but they're young, Right we want to write them off. Ah, they've got no work ethic. Nobody wants to work any. Well, they're paying attention, friends. Voters have increasingly turned on the Biden government over its handling of the unchecked flow of illegal immigrants at the US southern border, a sluggish economy, and concerns about him abusing office to financially enrich his family. A separate poll also finds Joe Biden is a poor leader. What? This just in. Breaking news. Joe Biden is terrible. People are surprised, said nobody. A separate survey from 2023 also found that Biden is a poor leader and a president who cannot be trusted. The poll by Center Square and Noble Predictive Insights sampled 2,500 registered voters who leaned Republican, Democrat and Independent from July 31st to August 3rd. It found that 49 percent of respondents said Biden is not a strong leader. Forty nine percent also believe that Biden does not have the judgment to serve effectively while 47% say he is not trustworthy 66% of respondents said the country's heading in the wrong direction with Biden at the helm and 54% of respondents disapprove of the job he is doing look here's a news flash to the people running this dude's quote unquote reelection you're not trusted people don't like you People don't like criminals. All America wants is someone who's got their back. All America wants is to have faith again, to have the belief in our government, to see actual programs that help rather than hamstring us, to believe that someone out there loves this country the way we love this country period and it ain't you save the money stop trying because it ain't gonna happen look before we go i want to tell you when we started this program three hours ago Amish Farmer Amos Miller's Give, Send, Go account had $108,000 in it. It now has $112,000. And that is because of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for caring. You make it all so worthwhile. From Brock and me, have a great day, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow.
4: Peace.